A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. In his preaching, he proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. John the Baptist returns from the Advent wilderness, and Jesus is baptized by John on this epiphany at the Jordan River, the final feast of the Christmas season. We are reading from the opening verses of Mark's Gospel. We hear the voice of the narrator, John the Baptist speaks, and then Jesus hears a voice speaking over the waters of the Jordan. In one of the optional readings for today, Isaiah chapter 55, the prophet, speaking for God, proclaims, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I propose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Even though Jesus has not yet spoken in Mark's gospel, the reader knows that Jesus is the one who is sent to accomplish God's mission. Mark's gospel does not have a birth narrative, but begins with John preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And then John goes on to say, Someone greater than I is to come. The next moment, we see the someone, whose sandal straps John is not worthy to untie, receiving the sign of repentance from John, not giving it. All of the Gospels tell the story of Jesus' baptism, and each of the evangelists are attempting to answer a question about the event. Why was Jesus baptized? If Jesus comes to John for the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, it might seem that Jesus himself is a sinner. This is a central image of the mystery of our redemption. Jesus enters into radical solidarity with all men and women, taking upon himself even the condition of our sinfulness, himself having not sinned. The one more powerful assumes the position of weakness. He becomes vulnerable. The author of Hebrews, when discussing Jesus' high priesthood, reminds us that, quote, Jesus was like us in all things but sin, end quote. Again, we hesitate. If Jesus did not sin, how could he really be like us? 
how could he be fully human? The late Jesuit John Cavanaugh wrote, We misunderstand this because we misunderstand our humanity as well as our sin. Christ has come not only to reveal the divinity to us, he has come to reveal us to ourselves. Not only is he truly God, he is truly human. Jesus is truly human precisely because he does not sin. All of our sin is nothing other than the rejection of the truth of our humanity. Jesus' utter acceptance of our humanity, his sharing of our wounded condition, reverses our sinful rejection of our creatureliness. Jesus' baptism is at the heart of his mission to heal us. He enters even the wounds of our self-rejection without having made the rejection himself. He accepts full solidarity with us, even if it means being seen as a sinner. Jesus' baptism is one of his earliest great transformations of our human condition. The first was that the Word itself could take human flesh. In today's Gospel, Mark connects Jesus to the community of faith with the words that are spoken by the voice from heaven. You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. This simple statement from heaven quotes three passages of Scripture, connecting three different images from Israel's past. In so doing, it commissions Jesus and gives some sense of what his journey in life will be. You are my son, quotes Psalm 2, verse 7, and identifies Jesus as king within the Davidic tradition. Quote, he said to me, You are my son, today I have begotten you. End quote. The final phrase spoken by the voice from heaven over Jesus is, quote, With you I am well pleased. End quote. That particular phrase is a quote from Isaiah chapter 42, the introduction of the suffering servant. We do not know who was the chosen servant of whom Isaiah speaks, but there are strong parallels between this servant and Jesus. Both know how pleased God is with them. Both are empowered by the Divine Spirit. Both work for universal justice, not by commanding or imposing it, but by teaching everyone, by healing blindness, and by freeing people from whatever confines them. Finally, the phrase, quote, the beloved, end quote, is a quote from Genesis 22 and identifies Jesus with Isaac. Quote, God called to Abraham, and he said, Here I am. God said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, your beloved, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will show you. The voice from heaven is identifying Jesus 
with the line of Davidic kings who will establish God's rule over the nations. Jesus is also being identified with the suffering servant and brings hope to the people in exile. And finally, Jesus is the endangered, beloved Son. In these few short verses, Mark has given us an overview of the entire story of Jesus, and Jesus has not yet spoken a single word. In our trip to the Holy Land in 2019, we visited one of Jordan's holiest sites, Mount Nebo, where the Lord showed Moses the Promised Land. Most pilgrims visit the Jordan River from Israel, which is on the West Bank. But the Israelites would have crossed into the Promised Land from the other side of the Jordan. John the Baptist is likely to have baptized on the East Bank of the Jordan River. We did not go down to the Jordan from Mount Nebo, because the path down to the Jordan Valley is winding and difficult. If you were walking, you would at times have to bend low, a physical reminder that we can only meet the Lord if we come bending low in humility. The Jordan Valley is the lowest spot on the face of the earth. Jesus came to the Jordan River, and it was here, in the lowest place on earth, that the heavens opened and the Spirit descended. The lowest spot on the face of the earth becomes the closest to heaven.